This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Warm Pacific greetings and welcome to the Polyhood Show 96.9 Plains FM. It's just me, Sefa, on the show today. Um, Sam is having the day off. Uh, good on him. And yeah, it's just me. In terms of my week and how it's going so far, um, it has been an ex- extremely busy one. I know it's Friday now, but it, it honestly feels like, well, Monday to Friday it's just been one big day um, I know from Monday to Wednesday anyway I hadn't had any sleep and I've been preparing for things for, throughout the week so that's how my week's going and I am so happy that it is the weekend because now I get to enjoy uh, a good sleep in a good rest uh, and that is absolutely what I am looking forward to today's upu of the week is salalau salalau means to spread um and yeah the it's normally used like um salalau like if it's was a salalau merunga le floor meaning things have spread all over the floor like if you were to tip something over <coughs> or you there was a big mess on the floor you'd say oh look the the all the toys all the kids toys are salalau everywhere spread all over the place uh, it's also used in uh, when you talk about someone gossiping. This person went in, oh, Faitala is gossip. But um, I've heard it used where you can sell low news across around the community uh, and talk about um, and gossip. That there is the upu of the week, Salalau. Now, uh, joining me on today's show is Maria Satile from Tangata Atamotu Trust, who is the new Family Violence Prevention Lead. A uh, bit of a mouthful, but yes, she has a very important role. It is Family Violence Prevention, and that's what we're going to be chatting about. So just a little disclaimer there. There are themes of family violence that we'll bring up. So join us for that after this. Are you interested in taking part in or learning more about Pacifica Crafting? Join the Island Breeze Social Club each Tuesday afternoon. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atomotu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. A big massive talofa lava and welcome to Maria Satele. Thank you so much for joining us via phone. How are you, Maria? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it is a super pleasure to have you. Um, as the growing number of people joining the Tangata Atamatu Trust roster of mm. superheroes, uh, <laughs> you are the um, Tangata Atamatu Trust Family Violence Prevention Lead. 
Big yes, mouthful there. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> and um, can I quickly ask, how long have you been in this role? Oh, um, oh gosh, I think just over four months now. Just over four months. Yeah, if I calculated it correctly. Cool. Yes, yeah, over four months now. Over four months, nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to delve in a little bit more deeper into your role there, but first sure. I should have started off with these three questions first. I'll start off with what is what is Maria like? What's your favourite food? Oh, my favourite food? <laughs> um, uh, real basic. I really like homemade mince and pasta. Uh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were in your favourite movie? Oh, my favourite movie. I think it really depends on my mood. Um, but if you were just asking me for like, uh, probably Wanted. It's like an old, not old, action film. Um it's rated. <laughs> Maybe should have went with something more, <laughs> more, more, more family friendly. Um, yeah, but I, I do like yeah action films. Yeah. Nice. Okay, give yeah. us a quick breakdown of not the full. Well, why should I watch Wanted? I feel oh, like I have. Should you watch Wanted? It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there you have it. You've already seen it. It's that good. You've seen. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was about. Who does it start? It's like. Yeah, so there's like a fraternity of assassins. Okay, now, okay, trying to keep it PG. It just, <laughs> they just basically try and go around making the world better by getting rid of like bad people. And so it kind of focuses in on um, the main character and like him growing up and not knowing like who his father was. And yeah. Just kind of, it's really, really cool action. Okay, yeah, maybe I have not seen this one. <laughs> a good, fast-paced movie, yeah. Check it uh, out. All right, cool. Um, last question. If you mm -hmm. were to have dinner with anyone past or present, uh, who, who has existed past or present, who would that be? Celebrity, family oh. member, who would it be? Anybody. I feel like I should say a family member, but, <laughs> yeah. but a, <laughs> um, the, probably hmm, probably Esther from I don't know if you're familiar with the Bible, but Queen Esther. Um, she's just like one of my like female icons, so I'd love to have. Yeah. Yeah. Dinner with her. Yeah. Esther, daughter yeah. or niece of Nebuchadnezzar? Oh. Daughter? I actually don't know her connection to there. Okay. To him. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh gosh, I'd probably read more about it. But <laughs> um, she probably is. Yes, I believe yeah. she was the adopted daughter of King Nebuchadnezzar at the time. Or I could have my stories completely mixed up. <laughs> but you're talking from Esther, from the book of Esther. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, am. I am. Yeah. Oh, nice. I wonder if she'd be into modern food or just the, the wheat and stuff back then. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Maria, we've got you in today to talk a, a little bit more about your role at TAT, um, and that's the Family Violence Prevention Lead. Uh, let's go first to, like, what kind of... Um, 
What motivated you to pursue a career this way? Yes, um, it was actually accidental how I stumbled upon the the role. Um, so previously, I was at corrections delivering rehabilitation programs um, out in the prisons and also at community service centres. Um, and a lot of the clientele that I would work with um, were committed for domestic violence offences or violent offending. And um, my research is actually in, I did my thesis on uh, intimate partner violence. So you could kind of say that this is kind of a field that I always knew I was going to work in. Um, and then I, I saw the role. Um, it was advertised through the Ministry of Pacific Peoples. And I just thought I would just, um, I was curious, first of all, about Tangata Tomoto Trust. And then I thought, oh, it's kind of right up my alley. I don't see why I couldn't apply, just go along to the interview. And I went along to the interview and I actually really liked what I heard about the organisation. So definitely the organisation attracted me and I've never really um, worked for NGO before, so that as well, and wanting to just like develop that uh, side, like professional development. Um, yeah, so that was really what mainly attracted me to the role, yeah. Cool. And just wondering, what was your study pathway? Study pathway, like what I'm studying. Yeah, like right uh, in, in order to get in, for someone wanting to move into, who follow your career path, um, mm. what would you suggest be the study pathway? Like, is it um, bachelor of social work yeah. or certificate? Uh, it can or? be. Yeah, I think that's what that's what they were looking for. Um, I have a BSc or bachelor of science in psychology. Oh wow! And so. Um, but I, I can't remember what the requirement was for this role, but I do believe social work is definitely related to that. I think a lot of experience actually working, like a lot of field experience is really, really important. Um, when I was at Corrections, they took anyone actually with a degree. Like, uh, so there was, my team was made up of social workers. We had criminal justice Um uh, people with criminal justice uh, degree and also we had a lawyer who was working in the team and um, so it was like a, a range of fields but I think if you're wanting to work in the family violence prevention space particularly experience is really important um, uh, so yeah and I guess you can get that just from uh, working, gosh, where would you go for that experience? Yeah, corrections, anything, you know, under the Ministry of Justice umbrella. A lot of NGOs do really great grassroots work with um, family violence, so that that's a good place to start as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. Well, I know family violence is quite, quite broad. Mm. Um, is there a specific one that you is kind of like, the one that you deal with specifically? Is there like a type of, is it like male uh, family mm. violence or is it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the one that you uh, specialise well, in? Yeah. In this work in particular, there is no, um, it's not really, I, it's not an intervention space. 
So I know it can be a bit confusing, but working with, um, I guess, people who perpetrate violence or exposed to it is the intervention space. So the prevention space is trying to mitigate those things from even occurring, from violence from even occurring. So trying to um, improve communication, strengthen family relationships to even get to that space. So in the current role, I don't actually specialise in a type of um, violence. But you are correct, there's different types of, of violence. My research specifically focused on intimate partner violence, so that's violence between partners. Um, but I guess the family violence, it covers, it's quite broad. It does cover, we hope to kind of really prevent um, domestic violence, which is what we're really seeing um, occurring in our Pacific communities. So um, domestic violence just means any violence. It could be like um, parents towards children, um, children to parents, uh, you know, siblings to siblings. That would be domestic violence. Maria, can I ask, how long have you been working in the space in general? In general? Hmm. Oh, four, I'd say four and a half years. Not quite five years, yeah. Four and a half years, okay. Yeah. Uh, is there in particular any sort of like, um, the way I want to ask it is, because Sam and I did uh, research on drinking, and Pacific mm-hmm. Islanders tend, were very low in terms of the numbers of over-drinking, getting drunk. But those that did uh, were more likely to perpetrate violence. Is alcohol the root of uh, most of the cases that you've seen around you happen? That's a great question. (laughs) Um, And it is a contributing factor, but I don't always think it is the reason why people would perpetrate violence. If you think about, so so you've done um, study uh, around alcohol harm, is that yeah, not, not specific study, study, oh, but okay. Sam and I did oh. um, a series on, on, on drinking. Oh, I, you did a yeah. series, yeah. yeah. So you'd probably have kind of already read or kind of discussed how even with alcohol, there's always reasons behind alcohol use. So even, you know, so it's not really to say that um, alcohol is a reason why we you know, we're seeing more violence being perpetrated in Pacific communities. It isn't the sole reason, but um, there's reasons why people use alcohol, and those are the reasons why I think that's really what we should be targeting when we're trying to think about what we can target to prevent family violence. Mm. So, for example, like, um, I don't know, what were some, in your series, what were some reasons you guys found their community, uh, you know, Pacific communities were more likely to increase the use of alcohol. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, what caused some increases in yeah. alcohol drinking was things like stress. Right, um, right. And expectations. Oh, and, and things like that, yeah. Yeah, it got, got real deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and so things like that, like... Um, and it's when when you think of violence, it's the same as this inability to control or regulate your own emotions. So stress is is a reason why you wouldn't be able to 
regulate your emotions. You're just kind of overloaded. You kind of just want it to stop. So you do something in order to either release that emotion or to kind of uh, keep yourself from from thinking about it at all. So people would use alcohol or um, resort to violence. Um, so I've kind of just just long winded <laughs> way to kind of get to the point of it can be. I think it exacerbates the use of violence, but I don't think it's like the sole contributing factor um, when looking at reasons for uh, violence use, yeah. Mm. And also working in the prevention space, Mm. uh, if someone was to come and approach you, what -hmm. are the kind of services that are provided? So we don't actually currently, uh, the prevention space uh, the project itself is just a marketing campaign. Sorry, I don't want to say just. It's a marketing campaign. So it's about actually increasing our awareness, the social awareness around uh, family violence and ways we can prevent family violence. Um, also trying to build our staff capability and managing and delivering their services um, uh amongst kind of, um, uh, I don't want to say violent behaviours, but if, you know, let's say a client was um, showing, um, like if our staff were noticing violence in, in the clients or kind of seeing it in the communities, how they can still deliver their services around that um, and kind of not letting violence kind of get in the way of that service delivery. So that's really the main focus of this project as well as um, there's also an alcohol um, component to the project as well. So it's not really, I think, I don't want to kind of put my foot on it. Maybe at some point, you know, we will get to a place where we have referrals coming in and kind of work in the intervention space, but not really working with clients um, at the moment. It's more just like a... Um, community level, yep. yeah, community level, yeah, um, approach at the moment, yeah. That's cool, that's awesome. Um, and I was just also going to ask as well, uh, what, what do you find most enjoyable? Like, I know you work in a very, um, like, uh, like family violence, for example, is... <laughs> it's very it's gloomy, it's, it's heavy. heavy, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah But what do you like about working in this space? In your role? Oh, um, <laughs> I, for me, it's really, um, I don't know if, if it's what I like, but I know it's what keeps me working in this space. And it's really just to really challenge a lot of the narratives that I was raised, and you're probably. I mean, I don't want to speak to your experience, Sephora, but it's a narrative that I think a lot of us Pacific people hear a lot, and that's, you know, Pacific people are violent. Um, Pacific people, you know, um, they don't show emotion. Um, they don't know, you know they, they're not talkers. You know, things that, that I know are, are not true at all. You know, when we look at our traditional customs, cultures and practices, 
You know, they absolutely show our ability to communicate beautifully and um, resolve conflict and manage our emotions in beautiful ways that connect us to each other and to the environment. And so what keeps me in, in this work is just being able to really show, like, who we actually are. Um, and I think, you know, for generations, even our own communities have believed um, these, these narratives um, that have been told about us. So what keeps me in it is just, like, those moments where you see communities actually, you know, people actually realise who they've always been, what they've always been capable of. And it sounds really like corny, but um, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> that's that's really what's kept me in this, um, in this work. And I, I've had so many experiences in this job, like really like strong promptings that where I've just felt like this is where I'm, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's, oh. that's yeah. That's wow. awesome, and congratulations <laughs> to you for doing that and sticking it out. Because Thank you. I know Thank you. work like this, of this nature, um, mm. it doesn't stop at five o'clock, does it? It's uh, stuff you take home mm. that you dwell on, mm-hmm. uh, and other people's experiences, um, they stay with you. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely commend you for, for staying in there and also for taking on such a role. And um, I reckon it's awesome that Tat is trying to, as you're saying, uh, have found someone that's willing to change that narrative, well, stereotypical narrative that we have of bus, bus men who mm. who are violent, unwilling to chat, talk about their feelings mm. and, and things like that. Because, yeah, when you were saying, when you were saying those, typically that's was like, yes, those are actual stereotypes when we should be going back to our roots where we were more talkative. It was done within the family, spoken mm. about traditionally. Mm. So, yeah, I definitely congratulate you for for, for for an awesome, for taking on such an awesome role. Thank you. <laughs> Any advice? Because, you know, they're calling out, uh, definitely because uh, in the education-wise, in the education mm. space, they're calling out for a lot more pasifika to come through yeah. and do these kinds of roles. We need more yeah. Pasifika social workers. We need more Pasifika working with families in the community, more nurses. Mm. Any advice for our youth or people returning back to wanting to get back into the training? Any any, any sort of advice that you have for them? Um, I think it's always important to find your purpose. Um, I mean, it's great to have a role that's economical as well, don't get me wrong, but I think um, really finding something, I think there's a different, it's hard to explain unless you're in the role, but actually a role where you serve the Pacific community, like you serve your own community, sorry, this could be for anyone, but where you can serve and give back to your own community, there's a sense of fulfilment that I just think you can't get elsewhere um you know i've done the, the not this type of role but i've worked in this space in mainstream um as well as for pacific provider now and um there's a definitely a, dif- a different sense of yeah of fulfillment that you you get um and so my advice is to like just to find that and don't be afraid to like try different things 
Um, we're such a... Oh, I'm assuming you're talking about Pacific people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're so talented. We're so talented and um, just we're so capable of so much. And so don't feel like just because, you know, you're in a role that, like, you're stuck and you can't do something else. Like, go out there and find, yeah, find that sense of fulfillment and... Um, and yeah, you, we really, really need specific people. Like there's just something when I think of the roles that I've been in, like I honestly, like hand on heart say that a lot of the skills were skills that I know I was able to nurture because I'm Pacific, you know, like it just, it comes naturally because it was the way that I was raised. And so I think we have such a valuable skill set um, that is an asset anywhere. So, like, really, yeah, just mm. we're capable of so much. And so there's my 500 pieces of advice. <laughs> <laughs> Make of it what you will. <laughs> Maru lover, Maria, thank you so much for your piece of advice. Also, thank you very much for giving us a small piece of your day to come up come on the show and chat uh we wish you an awesome rest of the 2022 because it's um man this year is disappearing very quickly it's almost march so we wish you a very blessed rest of the year um good luck for the for your role and for coming on appreciate that oh thank you thank you guys so much really appreciate it is someone in your family suffering from diabetes heart disease or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumatu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker, that's 0800 727 434, or contact us through our website tat.org.nz, that's tat.org.nz. A massive thank you to again to Maria Sazeli for joining us on the chat. Uh, it's always good to see the, the Tangata Atomosu Trust roster grow. Uh, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, um, where it was just me, Sam, and th- four other people as part of Tet, and now uh, it's grown to well over twenty staff, and that's just going to show the amount of work that Tangata Atomosu Trust is doing for the community. Uh, one thing I wanted to also bring up just before the weekend comes in is that Moana Va is hosting their online uh, coming out party, their launch. So make sure you look up Moana Va on the Facebook page as well as Instagram so you can sign up for their um, grand launch, uh, which is going to be a very awesome time. Uh, and it's great they're doing a webinar so more people can join uh, because they weren't able to host it in person because of COVID restrictions. But anyway, if you missed the show or any of our other shows, you're welcome to download them from Plains FM or from the Sam Sefer radio page. We'd like to thank Tangata Atamotu Trust for sponsoring the show. Have an awesome weekend from Sam and I, Polly Hood. That was Polyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.